Buenos dias y bienvenidos. Hello, good morning, and welcome to Convocation. My name is Devon Harris, and I work in our Center for Intercultural and International Education Office as our Diverse Student Programs Coordinator. In our office, we offer, we're referred to as CIIE for some of you who've been around for a little bit. Um, the staff in our office includes Rebecca Hernandez, who is our Associate Dean of Intercultural Development and Educational Partnerships, Rocio Diaz, who is our Multicultural Community Outreach Liaison, Skip Barnett, who is our International Student Advisor, Zoma Prieto, our Professor of Latino Studies and Domestic SST, Tom Myers, our Director of International Education and, and, and Associate Academic Dean, and Chris Kennel, our International Education Administrative Assistant. Um, so I'd like to begin our um, convocation with a little bit of history about our center. So in 2006, we received a $12.5 million grant from the Education Division of the Lilly Endowment. This gave us the unique opportunity to establish our Center for Intercultural Teaching and Learning, formerly known as CITL and now known as CIIE. The center works to understand how small liberal arts colleges can best serve the educational needs of the rapidly increasing immigrant populations. Goshen College intends to extend these insights to better enroll and retain all students of color. Our three main objectives are to create a transformed learning community on campus, to increase access to Goshen College for underserved students, and to do research into changing local demographics and implications for higher education. So today we'd like to present to you some general information about the Hispanic, Latino, Cubano, Puerto Rican, Chicano, Chicana, Hispanic, Latina identity. As part of my role, I run our Latino leadership program for our first and second years, and we focus a lot on the bicultural model of Hispanic and Latino identity. We all have multiple identities here. To name a few, we identify ourselves according to where we live, our gender, our vocations, our talents, our religious practices, and our philosophical paradigms and worldviews. Here at GC, our, um, outside of our total population of students, 30% make up a diverse student population. And within that 30%, there's over 12% Hispanics. In life, we constantly switch our various identities on and off according to our situation and our surroundings. For our diverse students, particularly for our Hispanic students, it's a common occurrence to live out a very particular and unique um, cultural practices at home compared to the general American ethos. It's, very, it's a very common occurrence for our Hispanic or Latinos to be bi or trilingual and for them, for them to speak only Spanish at home. We at Goshen College, uh, we love diversity. We think it's really cool. I've worked with a few Latino students, who I'd like to stand right now, that have helped me um, plan this convocation. So if you could just give us a little stand and wave. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, our hope in general is to give you a little bit of insight into what it means to be Hispanic and Latino in the American context and particularly here at home at Goshen College. I hope you learn some challenges that come along with that identity and realize that while we all have our particular identities in various ways, we also have um, ranges of relatability. So now, now I'd like to bring up Diana Navarro, or Isaac Hernandez, I'm sorry. Hello. <clears throat> Welcome. 
welcome again to Convocation. Uh, I just want to start off, I'm Isaac Hernandez. I'm a senior. That's all the information I'm going to give you. But um, I want to make a few LSU, Latino Student Union, um, announcements about the events that we put on on campus. Um, every Wednesday in the Rec Fitness Center, uh, in the old pool area, uh, we have um, salsa dancing, and that's every Wednesday night at 7. Um, we do put on a bunch of other events, and those things will be updated in the communicator or via email throughout the, throughout the semester. Um, so yeah, just keep an eye open for that. Uh, just a quick announcement, someone left their phone in the women's restroom. Uh, it has a really, like, really big battery in the back, so if this is your phone with a big battery, just uh, find us after Convo and we'll get it back to you. And you should probably charge it, so thank you. Hi everyone, my name is Diana Navarro, and as you may or may not know, um, Hispanic Heritage Month just passed. It was uh, September 15th through October 15th, and there's much confusion uh, as to what Hispanic actually means. When people in the United States are asked what they think a Hispanic person is, or what a Hispanic person looks like to them, uh, many will respond by saying that a Hispanic person is a Mexican. This is especially true in our Goshen community, where the majority of Hispanic population is Mexican. Um, in reality, the term Hispanic is much broader than that. It covers people from many ethnicities and backgrounds. Whether a person is Mexican, Puerto Rican, Cuban, South or Central American, or, others, or Spanish and Portuguese culture of origin, regardless of race, they are considered Hispanic. According to the 2010 census, 308.7 million people resided in the United States in 2010, of which 50.5 million, or 16%, were of Hispanic or Latino origin. Among the 12.3 million Hispanics who were classified as other Hispanic in 2010, 1.4 million were of Dominican origin, 4 million were of Central American origin other than Mexican, 2.8 million were Southern South American origin, 635,000 were Spaniard, and 3.5 million reported general terms such as Hispanic or Latino. The census information illustrates the diversity of Hispanic culture here in the U.S. And so here's a video that shows the diversity of Hispanics here in our campus community. Myself is a mix of two Mexican-American, Mexican, because that's the race of group of people which I, I was born in. Latino-American. I identify myself as Mexican-American. I identify myself as Mexican-American. I would identify myself as Puerto Rican, not anything else, like Puerto Rican, like Caribbean, ethnicity, and culture, because the ones I have they don't really apply to me at all. Yeah, I would identify myself as Mexican-American. Um, my parents were born in Mexico, and they came from the U.S., and I was born in Chicago, very diverse place. Um, it's kind of hard finding a place in between because I go to Mexico and they view me as American. Then I'm in, Mexico, I'm in America and they don't really view me or accept me as American. So they just generally see a type of just Mexican. Hi, my name is Armando Nunes and I identify myself as Mexican American. My dad's Mexican and my mom is from Oregon, white, I guess. So. Mexican-American. My name is Smitha Pena and I identify myself as Mexican-American. Hi, 
I'm Isaac Hernandez, and I identify myself as Mexican-American because my father was born in Mexico and I was born here. So I identify with both cultures. Thank you. <laughs> I consider myself Salvadoran and also Latina. My name is Diego and I identify myself as Brazilian. My name is Luis and I identify myself as Hispanic. Well, I consider myself a Latin American and Brazilian. I'm Brazilian and Mexican. Yeah. Cool! I identify myself as Mexican American because my parents are from Mexico but I was born in the US. Hi guys. So I'll be talking about the challenges that we face when we had to identify ourselves as either Hispanic or Latinos. One of the main reasons why this is such a challenge is because not, like most of us don't even know the difference between the two terms. So I'll be showing it to you guys. Hispanic refers to the language. So if you or your ancestors were born, um, came from a country that spoke Spanish, you're Hispanic. So Hispanic was derived from the term Hispania, which later turned to Hispana, then in turn turned into Hispanic. So the government first adopted this term during the presidency of Richard Nixon, and then it was later used in the 1980 census. Usually from people from Texas or Florida like to use Hispanic. Latino refers to the geography. So if you were born in the Caribbean, such as Puerto Rico, Cuba, the Dominican Republic, or from South America, such as Ecuador, Bolivia, Colombia, Brazil, or Central America, such as Mexico, Honduras, Guatemala, you're um, Latino. This term is actually, was actually shortened because before they used to use Latino American, so it was pretty long. And the government used this term because they didn't have a word to describe people that were mixed with white, black, and native, such as uh, mestizos or mulatos. Because this definition is so broad, it makes it a challenge for us to identify ourselves as Latino or Hispanic. Because all Latinos, no wait, all Hispanics are Latinos, and not all Latinos are Hispanic. So, I mean, doesn't make sense, but once you say it a couple of times, it does. <laughs> one of the main things that one of the main things that makes us so unique is that we are bicultural, meaning that we live with two cultures. For example, there's a lot of hyphenations such as Mexican American. We use this because people um, were either born here in the U.S. or came here as a young age, so. They're Mexican-American. Um, this hyphenation is true for other cultures, such as Afro-Latino, which are African-American, and Latinos. One of the main things that comes out of biculturalism is bilingualism. We know two different languages, which is English and Spanish, or English and Portuguese. Even within the Spanish language, we have regional differences with, with it, such as people who um, speak Spanish from Mexico and people who speak Spanish from Puerto Rico, they all, like, the language is totally different. So another thing that comes out of bilingualism is Spanglish. So Spanglish is a mixture of both English and Spanish, so we talk at the same time. 
Everyone speaks Spanglish, Spanglish kind of differently, but in the end, we all have the same message. So now with all this information, some of you might be thinking, how does this apply to me? Hello, my name is Michelle, and I am a senior here. And I think Sam um, brings up a good question, especially for those of you who have no Hispanic or Latin blood running through your veins. You might be thinking, okay, now I know the terminology. Now I know where these words came from. We know when they started being used and so on. But um, for most of you, anyways, um, I'm going to jog your memory a little bit because I know some of you have either gone in SST or will go in SST to either Nicaragua or Peru, which are Latin countries. And so here we see um, various groups, various SST, um, SSTers here from Goshen. And to me, being part, um, part of the Latino culture isn't just about speaking Spanish. To me, it, um, it encumbers like, the experience that go along with this. So um, lots of you have gone on SST and have experienced this biculturalism, have had similar experiences to um, mine. Like sometimes I don't know what to say like in Spanish or English, or um, I have different things that I feel like nobody else knows what I'm talking about. But when you go on SST to Peru or Nicaragua, you have these experiences where you're somewhere you don't feel like you belong sometimes, but then other times you feel like that's the perfect place, that's where you're meant to be. So being bicultural um, doesn't necessarily mean you just speak Spanish, but it also means that you have these experiences. And for there are also some of you who won't go on SST to Peru or Nicaragua and don't have any Hispanic or Latin blood running through you. But um, I, next we're gonna show, show this video that will show you that you will experience biculturalism because diversity and biculturalism are impacting the United States as we know it. One of the activities that I have our first and second years do as part of the Latino Leadership Program is to write a, um, a piece about what they see when they look in the mirror. And so we asked a, a few faculty and staff what they see when they look in the mirror, and I'm gonna read their statements for you. Liliana Balaj, who works in our financial aid office, wrote this. When I look in the mirror, I see a girl who was born in Mexico, but raised in the United States. I live in the best of both worlds from the language, cultural practices, foods, and so much more. I've embraced both identities of being bilingual, bicultural, Mexican-American, a Latina. I see the compassion of my mother, the work ethic of my father, and the desire for God um, from my grandmother, Esther. I see my Mexican origins through my dark brown hair and dark brown eyes, while also having light brown skin from the lack of sun in northern Indiana. I see a birthmark on my forehead that makes me look Indian or Native American. When I look in the mirror, I see me. Lizzie Diaz wrote, when I look in the mirror, I see someone I can be proud of and can look up to. I see an advocate who fights for the injustices that unfortunately permeate my community and quite literally my family. 
I see someone whose mind, heart, and soul shouts, Si se puede. I see the diplomas of many Hispanic students who will graduate from higher education, regardless of whether the DREAM Act passes or not. I see a community that never gives up and a community that is not going anywhere. William Velez writes, when I look in the mirror, I see a Latino, international, Christian man who lives in an ever-changing community. A man who embraces the differences and seeks opportunity, not alone, but with those around me. I see a legacy of difference makers. I see my parents, grandparents, and my culture not only reflected, but transformed in me, producing a future that is exciting, challenging, and yet filled with new opportunities for generations to come. Rocio Diaz writes, when I look in the mirror, I see a Latina that never gives up and is able to say, si se puede, with a good attitude, even in bad times. I see a blessed mother of two beautiful and smart young ladies. I see pride of her roots and traditions that make her unique. I see someone that loves her family very much and likes to be there for others. When I look in the mirror, I see a mix of the best of two cultures and a bridge being built between the two. I see an advocate for better opportunities for her less fortunate counterparts. I see strong willingness to make a difference in the world. I see the reflection of God's love and kindness. So we hope that in this uh, presentation, you, would, uh, you have learned a little bit about what it means to be Hispanic and Latino. If you have any questions, again, we have a, over 12% of our student body is uh, of Latino origin, and that's not including our international students. So I'm sure that um, lots of them are willing to help teach you their culture, teach you their language, and be friends with you. So if you um, are still unsure of who they are, they are. I am your teammate. Leaders. I am part of a community. We are diverse. We're the future. All right, so uh, gracias por venir. Thank you for coming, and have a good day.